It is my great honor to bring to the line Eugene Davis with Conversations with Hair. Michael Hopkins from the Vet Talk Radio Show. Sure, good morning. And Otto with Coffee Tea Conversations and part of the Big Hair Radio Morning Show team. All three of you, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) All right. Listen, I want to kind of jump right on in. First of all, I've asked you guys, and this is the first time I think that you've ever been together for um, kind of like a celebration on the show. So I think this is really good. Well, at least together, just the three of you. So um, Mm -hmm. the reason for this epic, epic, epic uh, episode is that we are honoring fathers. It's all about celebrating for the entire month. We're not just picking a day uh, to celebrate fathers. We're celebrating the entire month. So um, I'm, I'm very honored. I want to kind of lead on in. Let's start with Michael Hopkins. Michael, you are the host of the Vet Talk radio show, uh, like I said, right here on our network. You are a dad. Can you tell us, uh, first of all, um, this is the first time we've really talked about this, but what can you tell us about being a, a, a dad and all that you're doing? How do you feel? And do you celebrate uh, Father's Day? Oh, yeah, on the Father's Day part, most definitely. They, My kids will start asking their mother. It, apparently, it's a tradition that I always forget about. They usually <laughs> ask their mother, what is it that daddy wants? Can you think of anything, mommy? And I'm always in the dark. And then my wife will ask me. She'll say, well, the kids are asking, is there anything in particular that you want? And then I got to think about it, and, and, and then I'll tell them something that I like because they know I like hot rods, like books about hot rods, and magazines. You mean cars? Cars, hot rods, cars. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they know that's daddy's thing. If they don't know nothing else about their father and they're trying to locate their father, if there's a local car show, that's where I am. And they've been knowing wow. this about me yeah. ever since they've been little. So, I mean, the father thing to me, it, it, it's, it's got all kinds of uh, facets to it for me. I have four adult children now, and it was funny when they were kids, and you got used to them as being small children, and every, every child has their own little nuances or their own little world things that they do, and you get so used to it with them as children. But the reality is when they grow up and now they're adults, it kind of don't change. (laughs) Believe it or not. At least to me with my kids, I know which one does what, even though I have children in their thirties and forties. Wow. I still know what they do, how they do, how they think. And uh, it is just, it's an amazing journey. It really is. It's an amazing journey. Pretty much uh, me and my wife, I guess you could call it empty nesters or almost empty nesters because our son is still with us. He still lives with us. But, of course, when you're about 30 years old, you got your own things that you're doing. Well, I'm sure but, you do. Okay, at yeah. 30. Well, oh, listen, yeah. I just want to say how awesome it is. Uh, it really is, and it sounds incredible. 
Uh, I've got to also just turn over to Otto. Otto, uh, you guys know him. He has a recent addition to the Hair Radio Morning Show family. Uh, but he's been a very integral part of this whole broadcast with the coffee, tea, and conversation. So i got to say, Otto, uh, you are, I'm going to call you a pop. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> probably says that anymore. Nobody probably uses the word pop. But you're a dad. So uh, what does this whole yes, thing mean to you? And, and do you celebrate uh, Father's Day? Yes, thank you, Gary Hines. Yes, I am a, a proud pop. Uh, it's, it's my proudest job actually, uh, to be a father. I, uh, you know, I, I, uh, actually, unfortunately lost my father when I was a young boy. And what it did to me is when I had my children, I, I was, I didn't know what, what a father was in a home, but I know what I didn't get. So I gave all my kids what I yearned for as a child, you know, Mm -hmm. so I attended all their their events, all their schools, uh, events, uh, sports, because when I played sports and I looked at in the audience, my father wasn't able to be there due to his untimely death. So I, I, I had took it from another perspective, you know, not uh, looking up to a father because I didn't have one. It was like, what did I miss? And anyway, I, um, I felt, and I, uh, in, I took it, uh, the heart, I mean, the job as a father, I shouldered that every day when I got up to go to work. I used to go in their rooms and make sure they were uh, uh, sleeping and comfortable. And I would go out in the day and be proud and speak about my children. And now that you know, times have changed, like Michael said, they get older, uh, sometimes I, I miss them, but I know what they're doing, and I know they're safe, and that's all that matters to me is that they're okay, and I've always taught them there's going to be forks in the road, peer pressure. And without having a father, I fell to that peer pressure. And I told them the, the uh, adverse effects of going down the wrong fork in the road. So, and they're all good kids. They're all uh, doing things positive. And I'm very fortunate to uh, have uh, two beautiful daughters and a, and a great son. I'm, I'm so happy and proud of them. Now, did you choose, uh, did you have someone else, uh, you know, like another male role model figure, someone who could step in like a surrogate dad, Otto, since, you know, I know you lost your dad early on? Yeah, well, I actually, uh, my grandfather uh, played a role, but he was from another generation. So it's kind of like his discipline and his mindset was uh, old fashioned and bizarre compared to my friend's dad's. You know what I mean? They were like, why can't you do that? I'm like, well, my grandfather's. And my mother, my mother was a, a pillar of strength in, in, my, in my life. She tried to, you know, portray both roles, and uh, she did her best. And uh, although I, uh, you know, sometimes I failed her as a young man, but I, I made it better as an adult when I had my children, actually. And that's how I became a man. It, in my own eyes, I believe, and my mother's eyes, you know, she saw that I, I had straightened out and was fine and the kids and gave her grandkids. But overall, I'd have to say uh, pretty much my grandfather was an influence in my younger years. And then uh, I just gravitated and uh, formed my own uh, uh, set of um, goals and different things off my mother, actually. My wow. mother was inspirational. I... Yeah. I have to tell you guys, uh, I'm very. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know quite how uh, 
this would go. We've never done a show or had any kind of real talk about dads in this regard on the broadcast. Um, you guys are uh, the three gentlemen who are dads on our entire network. Uh, you are the highest profiled males besides myself on the show, but I'm not a dad. Uh, and I have to tell you, it really is resonating quite. Uh, I didn't know it was going to reach home like this. But uh, I've got to turn to uh, the one and only uh, Conversations with Hair uh, host, uh, Eugene Davis, who is a legendary stylist, as you guys know. Uh, Eugene, I've got to come on and uh, just ask you the same question. Um, first, do you celebrate Father's Day? And I think your children are... Uh, a bit uh, younger than the other gentlemen uh, on the panel today, uh, Michael and Otto, but what would you like folks to know? Do you celebrate uh, Father's Day, and what does it mean to you? Hi, Carrie. Yes, I do Hi. celebrate Father's Day, and um, I do I do um, get into it, and my children get into it. I have five children under 14. Um, oh, the five? Yeah, also, I didn't know you had five. Yeah. Yes, oh, I have wow. five. Did you 14, just say under 14? Yeah, wow. 14, 13, 11, 9, and 8. So they're All quite right. close together. Okay. And, um, but it's really, it's really fun around um, Father's Day because my kids are quite creative because uh, my wife is creative, I'm creative, so they will make things and uh, try to plan out things. But just like Michael, they go to their mom and ask what it is that daddy wants, and they know I love surf and turf, so you take me out for a good dinner, <laughs> I'm good to go. Uh, <laughs> you know, good, nice, expensive dinner, yeah. I'm good to go. But, yeah, um, I love I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing my children grow um, to adults like Michael and Otto, and um, that experience I'm just looking forward to as a father to um, to see it happen and, and it develop over the years and watching them develop. And my oldest, um, who's 14, she I watch her now, and I've poured so much love and character in her and just to see her develop into her own person as a teenager because a lot of times I know how I was as a teenager because like Otto, I didn't have my father present, so I had mm -hmm. acted out a lot. And um, and I know it was difficult for my mom, but again, like Otto, as an adult, um, I I I corrected that, and with uh, finding Christ in my life, I was able to repair the relationship with my mom, and um, and seek out my father, and I found him when I was forty eight years old. Wow! So I found my father. And what was um, that like? So you got to tell us, Eugene Davis. What well, it was, was like? it was it was different because. I mean, my father, unfortunately, is an alcoholic, and he, uh, that's his choice, and that's how he wants to live. And, um, but, you know, he, he embraced me somewhat, but he hadn't seen me in those, all those years, so he, he did was a little bit uncomfortable with the meeting. But that was okay, because I just wanted him to know that it was okay. It wasn't his fault. I know why um, he wasn't in my life. It was because my grandmother didn't want him to be connected, and she raised me, and she took care of me, you know. And um, so, so I had to let him know. And just for my sense of, of, of finding out who I was, so for so long I tried to emulate other men that I saw or gravitate to people I saw were leaders just trying to figure out myself. And, um, but when I finally met him, because I always tried to figure, hey, who, who do I look like? Who do I look like? Because I could have 
relatives to say, you look like your father, but I've never seen my father. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I finally met him, yeah. I said, I do look like him, <laughs> you know? Um, but it was, it was, it, it just, but it put perspective on me as a father. Um, I do overly love my children. I'm very protective. I also like Otto. I go in and I check that they're sleeping, that they're comfortable, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just, it's just something I do. Um, my wife tells me we live in a kind of a secluded area, and she's like, you're always locking the door. I said, I don't want nobody coming to take my children, you know? I was like, this is America. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so, I could, so I could be a little bit overprotective, but it's in a good sense, and I just really instill confidence in them, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them grow. So for Father's Day, to me, I think it's special, and I think it's just not about them giving me something but just them um, recognizing that I'm there for them. Well, I'm loving this. I really yeah. didn't. Uh, you guys didn't prepare me that I would be in therapy this morning on the show. <laughs> uh, I'm just blown away. Uh, you know, when I first had the idea to, to get, you know, Michael, Eugene, and Otto together to talk about uh, Father's Day and celebrating Father's Day the entire month, um, I really, I, I thought more about just you guys being a dad, you know, each of you, um, your father. Um, and so I never really thought about the relationship uh, that, like, the same thing, I can totally relate to having the dad kind of missing. And I think that I would have felt the same way about uh, if I had kids, I think I would have I think it was Otto, I think I would have, and, and all of you, I think I would have just gone way overboard or whatever, overcompensated, <laughs> you know, to the, all those things that you totally didn't get growing up that you yearned for. And I think that we as, as men and guys and, you know, little boys, I think we need that. We absolutely mm -hmm. need it, and we don't um, – we, it's not something that we talk about much because you, you know, the whole, you know, machismo max, masculinity thing, perhaps. But mm -hmm. I have to tell you, I think it's important. Uh, and I think this is a great, like I said, uh, you've opened my eyes today very much. And I see how important, you know, having these kinds of conversations are. Uh, I really do. So this is something. Uh, now, I have to, Michael, I want to just kind of turn back to you for a moment. What do, you know, what advice would you tell, you know, these young dads or someone who's looking at starting a family? What kind of advice you as a dad would share and talk about? Well, you know, Carrie, one of the things that I would share, like with a, with a young father or they're thinking about fatherhood, it's, it's a total responsibility. It really is, and it doesn't matter what age the person is. It's a total responsibility having children because mm. they, they, they look up to you, and it's not that they expect things because kids obviously don't know, but they look up and they watch you, and they watch the things that you do, you know, be it good or, or bad. And I never realized this totally, Carrie, guys. I, I never realized this until years later. My children, as adults, would come to me and say, you know, Daddy, it, it, it was always you. You always were out there working, doing things. And, and, and they acknowledged that they learned so much 
from me just watching me. They watched how I treated their mother with the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. They they watched wow. how, regardless of the circumstances, and, and and like most families, a lot of times we go through a lot of hard times. Regardless of us going through hard times, through 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 dangers and things like that, I always was steadfast. They could always count on Daddy, no matter what it was. They could count on Daddy to see see it through. If we needed somewhere to stay, or the money was tight, or or it was uh, Christmas, or their birthdays, or or just in general. They could they could always come to Daddy. Daddy would always give them some type of advice. But they always saw me as a role model. And at the time, when you're a father, you don't – it doesn't sink in that, gee, I'm a role model for my four kids. It doesn't sink in like that. But uh, that was the most beautiful thing when my kids started coming to me. And now that they're 30s and 40s, and they're telling me all of this stuff. And it just it it just caught me off guard. I just thought that's what you're supposed to do. You know, I understand just like you know you guys are saying. All of us have that that thing in common where sometimes daddy wasn't there. In my case, just daddy was not there. I had uncles that were my role models that I paid huh. attention to, that I asked questions, and they pointed me in the right direction to do things. I saw how they did their families. I saw how wow. they were the the, the 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 patriarch of the family, and they did the things that they were supposed to do to make sure that their family had a home, their family ate, their family got presents, their family, when it was discipline time, this is what you were supposed to do. You didn't do certain things, and, you know, this is consequences. That's how I learned. And, and also, when I went to the United States Army, and I went in at, what, 25, and I was a father. And that was the first time my wife and myself, we were on our own in Germany, in a foreign country, living on the economy or living with German people. So I had to learn how to budget. I had to learn how to uh, do things. I had so to learn how to be a man. You had to learn, I was about to say, you had to learn how to be a dad, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I had, to, I had to learn how to man up. I am just, uh, listen, for folks out there, you guys are just tuning in. I'm Carrie Hines. You're listening to a very, very special Hair Radio morning show uh, broadcast today. I'm talking with three gentlemen, all who are uh, really Hair Radio network stars. Uh, Each person has uh, a wonderful affiliation uh, with this uh, broadcast. We have Eugene Davis. You guys know him. He's the host of Conversations with Hair, Thursday mornings at 8, uh, 8 Eastern. Always happy to talk with him. Otto, a recent addition to the network, uh, he does a wonderful 7.30 in the morning talk uh, weekdays uh, right through the Hair Radio Morning Show with coffee, tea, and conversations. And, of course, uh, you just heard from the illustrious Michael Hopkins, host of the now venerable uh, broadcast, the Vet Talk Radio Show, which airs on Tuesday mornings at 8.30 right here on our network. Um, I've got to say, this is, uh, I, I've got to ask everybody, uh, I want to ask uh, Otto. Otto, let's ask yep. any advice you might give to young youngsters out there 
uh, same question okay. that I asked Michael. Any uh, advice you might yeah. offer? Sure. And, and in today's times, even myself fell victim. Uh, I wasn't, the marriage didn't make it, you know, but I still had to be a father. And I know that's uh, almost, you know, sometimes an epidemic proportion, you know. When I grew up, it was unfortunate I lost my father. Most of the families had their fathers. But I'd say you don't, doesn't change. You know, I, I know I'm speaking to a lot of young uh, fathers out there. You know, don't <clears throat> stay focused, stay diligent on the children. You know, you, even if you can't live with them, you know, I visited my children. I had them in my place. I spent all the holidays. So it, it hurts, you know, because I, I didn't want to fall into what my I felt as a child missing. My, so oh. I kept that I kept that going. It, you know, it was a sad day when marriage didn't make it. But you know what? I, I never gave up on the kids. I never badmouthed their mother uh, in regards to, you know, the things that occurred. I just, uh, you know, sucked that up. Like Michael said, I had to be a man about that. And, uh, you know, tell them, you know, n- not uh, just focus on our time together. And if you're young wow. and, unfortunately, things don't make it, stay with the children. Stay with them. And no matter uh, the odds or the adversities, you must be their father. And they can always, you know, and thankfully my mother, my father had passed away. I, you know, you're not. You're still alive and you're still in their life. That was the key I had to learn and that wow. I'm still here. And I can still be, as uh, Eugene said and Michael, you know, an influence, a role model. Uh, so that's what I, I do. I focused the last uh, 12 years in regards to uh, still being in their life. And I told them, nothing's changed. I always reinforced them to them, nothing's changed. I'm still your father. I'm still there. I'm a phone call away. I'm, I'm not a bedroom away anymore. You know, but when you come and stay with dad, I'm a bedroom away, but I always also, and, and I was taught by my, my, my mother, actually, each child has to be dealt with individually. Some need a kick in the butt, some need a hug, you know, wow. and I made sure that I always gave him a hug and told him I loved him. And, and I said, don't That's ever. Kick and, in the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my son. Yeah, he's a, he needs a, but uh, he, he also that, um, you know, that uh, never like with, especially my girls, don't ever go without insufficient funds, you know, creates heartache. Uh, so be careful. Don't ever like come to me first. Don't think that pride or you're embarrassed. You come to me. Don't ever lie to me because I can't help you. I can't make it right. Come to me with the truth and I'll straighten it out. And that's wow. my role. I took my, my role seriously as a father. Like I said, I shoulder it and I'm a proud father who, and now they, you know, they cut my older daughters coming back to me at some age. The the girls tend to think that, uh, who, you know, who are you? You don't, you don't know nothing. You've been nowhere because they're growing and they're learning. And later on, my older, my oldest daughter and my 18 year old daughter has now we're in super contact and I'm involved. Yeah. We've always been in their life, but I haven't been physically in their life because of the changes. But it doesn't change well, I, the fact that I, I, the I, fact of the matter I, is I, you're their I, dad. Yeah, not to interrupt you. I just hope that uh, you guys play this wonderful uh, piece today uh, with, you know, for your children and your families. I really do. I think uh, it's quite remarkable. And I feel very privileged uh, just to be able to bring this to our listeners on the Hair Radio Morning Show. I've got to ask Eugene Davis, and we'll wrap it up, but uh, Eugene, 
host of Conversations with Hair, as we just mentioned, on Thursday mornings at 8. What do you say? You've got teenagers. Um, and, uh, you know, we've always been told, well, I'm going to speak for myself. You guys know. But I've always been told that teenagers are a handful, uh, you know, can sometimes be challenging, especially uh, perhaps in this world today with social media, something that we probably didn't have to deal with in our day. So what uh, has, has it been in a big, big uh, headache, uh, so to speak, of trying to uh, be a dad and deal with children on social media and doing all kind of challenges these days and just things that didn't exist a few years back? Um, okay. Well, it can be a bit challenging because of the debate, the devices can like really control them. Like when you see movies, the shows, and you see the kids constantly doing stuff. But yeah. one of the things that me and my wife, because my wife works from home, I work from home, and oh, we're all really kinds of devices good. and computer, com- yeah. computers and stuff, and they see that we are being productive. So what we try to instill in them is when they're going to use their devices, great, you can play games, but let's try to um, learn a language. So they do Duolingo, you know, mm. so that um, they, so every day they take about a half an hour just uh, learning French or learning Spanish. So I have two learning Spanish, mm-hmm. two learning French, and one learning Mandarin. So this is what we've instilled in them to just be productive on the devices that they have, and they can take the time. But we don't let them go onto social media too much right now, maybe YouTube, because we know it can have an influence. But Ooh, I, always tell yeah. the, I always tell the children, if you have any questions, that's something you see or you don't understand it, come ask your mom or come ask me, and I'll explain it. And if it's inappropriate, we're going to block it and make sure that it's not part of, you know, your device. And that's how we deal with that. My kids mm. are re- actually really good kids. They're um, into sports. They're good in academics. They play instruments. So I do have other things that are going on with them so that they don't just focus in on uh, technology, you know, because – and then me and my wife, we even have to – even though we work in the mornings to maybe afternoon and they know this, so they, they, they now that they're out of school, they um, take the time to be productive doing other things like cleaning the house. <laughs> but um, Wow. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but um, <laughs> but we also will say okay, we're gonna we agree we're gonna work to two o'clock and then we're gonna take them to the park. We're gonna take them to mm-hmm. uh, to the beach, or we're gonna take you know we have to be just get them out of the house, away from technology, and just living a normal life. And sometimes we even bought a trampoline and say go outside and jump because wow, we don't want them to get time. stuck. Behind, yeah, yeah, wow. stuck behind a device all the time. So that's one of the things that we have done. But like I said, with my teenagers. They're very good. We've instilled confidence into them, um, and we've instilled them respect. We respect them, and they respect us, so we don't have, you know, rudeness or anything like that, thank God, so far. But um, I think they'll be okay because we do take the time to invest into them and talk to them and listen to their concerns and, 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 and respond in a responsible way instead of um, dictating to them. All right. Well, on that note, I have to just thank each and uh, each one of you, uh, really. And let's use this time. Um, I'm just going to go around quickly and just give, uh, what would you like to say to your uh, children? Uh, I think we should use this time to do just that. Uh, why don't we lead in Otto? Why don't you kick us off with uh, that? Uh, give us some words uh, that you'd like to say to your children. 
at this time. Call Dad more. Call me. No. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hit him up, kid. Yeah, call Dad more. But, uh, yeah. no, man, you're blessed. Uh, like, I, you know, Eugene, one, my son's actually young, too. I have a 14-year-old, so he's in sports. He's got a uh, game. I travel and watch him. Uh, I'm just proud of them all. Just, just hang, don't, don't be, you know, just hang in there and enjoy life. Awesome. Enjoy life. Awesome. And, I, and happy awesome. Father's Day to M- Michael Hopkins and also happy Eugene Father. Davis. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And all our fans as well. And we'll, we'll get into that. Um, Eugene Davis. What about you? What would you like to uh, say to your children today? If they're all tuned in and I'm sure they're going to hear this, what would you like to say? I'd like to say to them that I'm proud of them, um, that they continue when they wake up in the morning, thank God, and make every day awesome, um, and just do their best. And I'm proud of them even in their failures or their successes. I'm the same dad. I won't change. I will always love them, and I'll stand by them no matter what. And I'd like to say that um, I'm proud of them, you know. Um, I I, I couldn't be more prouder, and I look forward to seeing who they become. And happy Father's Day to Otto and Michael. Um, (laughs) And all the fans, (laughs) yes. Uh, And a father is great. Awesome. Michael Hopkins, we are going to turn to uh, our Vet Talk radio show host, Michael Hopkins. What would you like to say to your children? Oh, I love all four of them, and and I'm very proud of all the things that they've accomplished in life, you know, the grandchildren that they gave us and and all that good stuff. And, and, yeah, same thing right back out at you guys, too, man. uh, (laughs) You guys got young kids. Yeah, and, and well, I'm still look, wrapping. I'm, I'm wrapping my head around that one too. But you know, well, I just I thank my kids. Otto <laughs> has three. Uh, Eugene, you have four, and Michael has five. Is that how? I, oh no, the other way around. Michael has four, around. and yeah, Eugene and got the five. Eugene got the five. Okay, <laughs> well, I gave me, I gave you an extra kid. <laughs> wow. Oh <laughs> no, oh no, we got to send them back to you, Carrie, or trade them with <laughs> Eugene or Otto oh, or something. Oh no. <laughs> I actually can say I'm so incredibly proud. Uh, I really am because you guys all share these this incredible bond uh just being a dad but just you know i'm not surprised that your children are well-adjusted young people uh because i look at the, the the men you guys are we hear it the fans of all of our shows they hear it and so uh they're not surprised so listen i just want to thank each of you uh and again we're celebrating the entire month it's all about recognizing the dads and the fathers uh, who, uh, and if, you know, for those of us whose dads are no longer, uh, you know, out here walking physically, uh, you know, but we carry them with us each and every day. And hopefully this has uh, really made a difference today in your life. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Again, Eugene Davis, Otto, Michael Hopkins. I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you.